It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 22nd, 2021. My name is Phil Russell. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, a three-game win streak, you say. The Orlando Magic get a win over the Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons will break down that game. Let's talk about how this team has stuck together, proving something, nothing, or maybe everything. I don't know. I stole that from the jump. I'm sorry. We'll talk a little bit about what the magic, what the implications of this win streak are and what it says about this magic, magic team coming up in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching Gravity Download Podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like there's a podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of guarantee that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Detroit Pistons before Tuesday's game against the Pistons or after Sunday's game against the Pistons? Check out our good pals at Locked On Pistons. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. At this point, we are starting to run out of words to describe Nikola Vucevic. Um, And it's been a long time since we've had a player that we could say that about. I just want to make that really, really clear Um, because I know there's still a a faction of Magic fans who are ready to move on. Certainly, I've seen him pop up in trade articles, including stuff that we've written on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. It's something that we have to consider, too, is the Magic way and and, and look at their future. And and we'll talk a little bit about that in the short and long term coming up here in a moment. But Nikola Vucevic is doing incredible things every single night. Um. If that's not the definition of what an all-star is, I, I don't know what is. Um, I am not sure if Nikola Vucevic will get voted, will get uh, the nod for to be an all-star reserve come Tuesday. Uh, I am not. I, I know. I am one hundred percent sure that coaches respect the hell out of him uh, and respect him a lot more than I think fans and media probably do. Um, so again, not surprising that he's not starting. Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen Tuesday, but I do know this. 
the Nikola Vucevic we are seeing today is a hundred times, is a hundred percent better than the Nikola Vucevic we saw in 2019. That Nikola Vucevic would not be able to keep this Magic team as competitive as they are. Um, and again, he's just doing everything. The Magic's win over the Detroit Pistons on Sunday, a very tidy and professional 105-96 to victory, was not all because of Nikola Vucevic. Let me make that perfectly clear. But a lot of it was. Um, I'll go over it in the box score a little bit more in detail, but 37 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 14 for 27 shooting, 2 for 6 from beyond the arc, 7 for 7 from the foul line, 2 blocks. Uh, If that's your final statement, that is a hell of a final statement. Because he was just beating the Pistons however they wanted him to beat them. They tried stunting him, he waited. And then took the gap when the stunt went away. When they doubled him, he passed it out to the perimeter and got three-point shots. In transition, he trailed the plays perfectly and got open three-pointers and got open shots. When the Magic needed a basket to hold off a Pistons team that was playing incredibly hard and was trying to win this game for sure. When they tried to do that, Vucevic was there with the big shot. Again, 37 points. 15 of them in the fourth quarter. Like, he put this game away. It is truly, it has been a long, again, it has been a long time since the Magic have seen someone do this consistently every single night. Again, he played 36 minutes in this game. The Magic are overplaying Nikola Vucevic at this point. He needs to be down around 32, 33 minutes per game. Something's gonna give here. But the Magic are where they are, are competing, are playing for a playoff spot despite everything they have been through because of Nikola Vucevic. So again, if that's his final statement, if that's his word, it's his lasting impression to get an all-star bid, the Academy better give him the damn award. I'm sorry. Um, The Magic really coasted through this one, and it's been a long time since we could even say the Magic could coast through a game. Um, it's been a long time since we could say the Magic were the favorite, the betting favorites in a game. Magic did cover the spread. Um, but th- this game really felt like a professional win, the kind of win you expect from uh, an upper echelon team. And again, yes, the reason why that was the case is because the Detroit Pistons are probably the one and true only team in the Eastern Conference that is legitimately out of the playoff race. Um, you know, Jeremy Grant's had a fantastic season. He played a fantastic game uh, on this night, but the Pistons just don't have the firepower or the weaponry right now uh, to compete. Um, and, and I don't think there's enough that's out to say that, okay, you get healthy with Killian Hayes. I mean, obviously they're trying to trade Blake Griffin right now. I don't think that that's a team that's competing in the Eastern Conference. And that is saying a lot, of course. Because the East is not good. And the East is the only reason the Magic are in the race still is because the East is so bad. Because the Magic went through an absolutely terrible stretch. But the Magic built their lead early, took the lead, and never let go. Stayed around eight, nine, maybe 10 points for much of the second half uh, or much of the first half. Um, Detroit cut it down to three thanks to a quick spurt of three pointers. But again, when the Pistons cut it to three, who made the big shot? to send it back out to six and then to nine, Nikola Vucevic. 
The Magic really rely, are relying heavily right now on their three best players, and that's Nikola Vucevic, Evan Fournier, and Terrence Ross. They did the bulk of the scoring. In fact, Vucevic with 37 points, Evan Fournier with a season-high 29 points, Terrence Ross with seven. Terrence Ross with 17. No other player on the Magic had more than seven. So the Magic do, I think, have under the surface a little bit of a problem where not enough guys are scoring and scoring effectively. Um, the Magic were not great offensively. Um, even Nikola Vucevic had his misses. But again, the Magic have a star who can bail them out. That's the truth. That's the truth of it right now. The Magic have... Uh, again, I want to say this again because the same thing happened Friday night against the Golden State Warriors. The Magic turned to Nikola Vucevic to win that game Friday. They turned to Nikola Vucevic to put this game away Sunday. And he delivered. So I want to make sure I give Evan Fournier and Terrence Ross their props for being really good players and playing very, very well right now. But Nikola Vucevic is on another level. Um, that's, that again, there is not much more we can say. Um, you know, y'all, if you listen to this show, you know that I am a Nikola Vucevic defender. If you interact with me online, you know that I have been a Nikola Vucevic defender for a long time. I did not, I did never saw this from him. I never saw this coming. Um, adding the three-point shot was one thing, and that's expanded his game and expanded his ability to score a little bit. But Vucevic is regularly putting clinics on defenses. Throw any defense at him, and he is figuring it out for the most part. I mean, the only the only guys that have really struggled that he's really struggled with at this point are you know Marcus Sardabaka, <laughs> you know the Toronto duo, um, you know Gasol, both now in LA on the on different teams. Um, Joel Embiid, um, although I think Vujovic still got his uh, his numbers in that early season game. Um, and then we'll see, obviously, on Saturday now, uh, Rudy Gobert. Um, and I think that's going to be a really interesting match when Vujovic goes up against Gobert. And obviously, the Jazz are juggernaut in and of themselves. So, some interesting games coming up on the calendar this week. This game, though, was about Nikola Vujovic's star power. It really was. Um, Orlando took care of their business. They played great defense. They put some distance between them and the Pistons. Uh, anytime Detroit made a run, they snapped to attention. They got back to ex- executing, uh, and they won. And they won the game. Um, you know, still some things to clean up on the offensive glass. Uh, a little bit with turnovers and some with fouling, but the Magic just worked the Pistons. Did whatever they wanted, and their star player led the day. Led the day. The Orlando Magic defeat the Detroit Pistons one hundred five to ninety six at the Amway Center. The two teams right back at it again Tuesday. At the Amway Center, we'll go over the box score here coming up in just a moment. But first, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. There's plenty of those on right now. Real time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember, use the promo code Locked On to sign up today for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're covering everything you need to know about the Orlando Magic, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. Hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, it's all the sports news you need every morning in less than 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. The Atlanta Magic defeat the Detroit Pistons 105 to 96. Like I said, pretty standard game. I mean, you know, just pretty uh, professional win for the Orlando Magic. They took the lead early. They held off a couple runs from the Pistons. Never gave up the lead. Never really were threatened. Uh, fourth quarter, uh, they entered the fourth quarter up by seven. Never really got close. Um, just kind of kept the Pistons at arm's length. So, really nice win. You know, you got to have those wins over the course of a long season. The Magic shoot 43.2% for floor, just 9 of 30 from beyond the arc. They get to the line 29 times, shoot, making 26 of 29 free throws. Good to see the Magic get to the foul line that much. Just uh, 8 blocks of the game, 11 turnovers as well. Like I said, Nikola Vucevic, really the story. 37 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. 14 for 27, shooting 2 for 6 from beyond the arc, and 7 for 7 from the foul line. That just feels like there is not much that Vucevic cannot do for this team and not much that he uh, will not do to help this team win. Um, and it's it's we're seeing it play out just perfectly and beautifully for this team that he is just he's just giving them everything that they need. It's It's been really impressive, and I, I, I don't think I need to elaborate too much on him. Um, at this point, you just expect every shot he makes to, to go down. Um, you accept maybe some bad shots from him because he can make them. Um, he's making some tough shots too. He's got that nice, you know, I would say the two things that have really evolved Vucevic's game a ton this year um, are his ability to take guys off the dribble and drive the basket. Um, and also his turnaround fadeaway is significantly better than it's been in a, been ever. And, and he's shooting that shot with a lot of confidence and there's very little anyone can do if he's making that shot. Uh, and he is making that shot a lot right now. So, my only concern with Nikola Vucevic, I'm sure the coaching staff shares it too, 36 minutes, he is playing a lot of basketball right now. Um, in Friday's win over the Warriors with the Magic down 13, he came in with eight minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Magic essentially trying to ride him all the way to the end. Um, in in the game on Sunday, um, Vucevic actually played the entire fourth quarter, and, and I really think that has to stop. Um, the Magic do need to get better bench minutes. Um, their bench was not good in this game. I, I, I'll go ahead and jump in there with that. Um, the bench did not play very, very well. The second units for the team did not do well. I thought this was Ken Birch's worst game of the season by far. He did end up with three blocks, um, grabbed two rebounds over two shooting, um, gave up a couple offensive rebounds, just looked a little bit outmatched. Um, you know, again, in good defensive position, you know, made some nice plays and made some nice blocks, but... This was by far Ken Birch's worst game of the season, I, I think. Um, and, and you do have to think that, you know, maybe a Mo Bamba would have done a little bit better just on the glass. I think he's a much better rebounder than people give him credit for, although I still think he needs work there. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I understand go, sticking with Birch. I, I don't necessarily disagree with it. One game isn't enough to make me change my mind on that. Um, but definitely not Birch's best game. Uh, hope, hopefully we'll see some adjustments and see a better game on Tuesday. Um, the bench units, though, really struggled. Um, it's, uh, just There's not enough offense, offensive push from them. Um, you know, There's just no one there outside of Terrence Ross who can really do much on the ball. And a lot of the Magic's offense, when their second unit is out there, is geared toward getting Terrence Ross the ball. And that's leading to some inefficient shots. It's leading to 
you know, the ball getting stuck when teams are able to deny Ross the ability to get on the ball. Um, Ross still got his 17 points, 7 for 16, shooting 3 for 5 from beyond the arc. Um, I, I don't think a lot of his misses are necessarily his fault, um, honestly. I think that a lot of his misses are him. Uh, a lot of his misses, I, I feel like, are him uh, trying to. Uh, you know, get things going because he's the only one out there that they're looking at. Um, and so I, I, he's playing better with the starting unit than I think with the bench units. Um, this just There's just not enough offensive push there. And again, that's part of that's depth. You know, at, you put Cole Anthony in there instead of Chase and Randall. Um, this would be a perfect group for, I think, Cole Anthony to really get his feet wet and, and see what he can do. Um, so hopefully the Magic will get some health back and, and that'll bring some more balance. I know Clifford is trying to figure out how to bring more balance to the rotation as well. Evan Fournier with another season high. Second straight game with a season high. 29 points, 7 for 15 shooting, 3 for 10 from beyond the arc, 12 for 13 from the foul line, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, and 4 turnovers. Um, I thought Evan did a really good job manipulating the defense. Um, it wasn't his three-point shooting. Obviously, he didn't make a lot of his threes. You know, seven of his uh, eight misses were from beyond the arc. So, again, you don't mind Evan Fournier taking threes. That's what he's there to do. That's part of his job for this team. Uh... I didn't think his shots were necessarily that bad, um, but he was really good at in this game was getting in between, was you know taking a cut and, and taking it to the free throw line instead of the three-point line uh, and hitting a runner in between jumper. Um, just really good stuff. Really kept the defense off balance, really did a good job uh, kind of getting them to foul him. I mean, he drew a lot of those fouls. That's been a real big strength of his throughout the course of the season uh, and, and, and it played out again here. Um, Evan Fournier with another fantastic game. Not a whole lot of other guys doing a lot that's worth noting. Um, I'll note that uh, Al Farouk Aminu was in the starting lineup for the first time all year. His minutes bumped up to 18.57. Chuma Okiki is still playing more minutes, and he finished the game for Orlando um, at the four. So, unless you think that this means that Okiki isn't making the progress that, that we all want to see, and I, I've kind of predicted that I think Okiki will start. Um, starting Aminu or Okiki is the right call at that power forward spot until Aaron Gordon's back. Um, Aminu looked really good. Um, you know, I think they're still kind of being cautious with him, uh, with his minutes, but he's in the right spots defensively every time. Um, you know, he had four steals and two blocks in the game uh, on top of six rebounds. Um, so he's always in the right spots. He knows exactly where he needs to be. He doesn't get in the way of the offense. You know, again, even though he's not a big offensive player, not much of a floor spacer, um, he's just a veteran that knows how to do things the right way. Um, and, and I think, you know, we saw this a little bit last year with how good his defense was last year. We're seeing it much better now because now he's healthy. I mean, he looks healthy and he's moving around really, really well and making the kind of plays that the Magic signed him to do. So I, I'm real. I, I I know I've been you know on the Alfred Camino train for a long time. I am still that conductor, man. He had a really nice game again. Just one for four shooting, over two from beyond the arc. He's got to be willing to shoot the ball, and he's got to he's got to hit a couple to keep defenses honest, especially when we get into more serious games. Um, but he he's doing exactly what the Magic are paying him to do, uh, and it's great to see him finally back out there again. The Magic shoot just forty three point two percent from the floor. They struggled a little bit more offensively in the second half than they did in the first half. But their defense was so good all night long. 37.4% shooting. Detroit shoots just 11 for 40 from beyond the arc. For the game, the Pistons have an offensive rating of 95 points per 100 possessions. Again, Orlando only scoring 104 points per 100 possessions. 
it, it's not like the Magic are offensive juggernauts. And, and again, they could have really blown this game open if, if, if they had better offense and, and more offensive consistency in their lineups. Um, but the Detroit Pistons just unable to score. Sadiq Bey, 3-for-10 from beyond the arc. 11 points, 8 rebounds for him. Jeremy Grant had a nice game. 24 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. The Magic really didn't have a good answer for him. They had James Ennis on him. Instead of Al Farouk Aminu, I'd be curious if that's uh, an adjustment that they make for next time. Um, Josh Jackson off the bench with 17 points, 10 rebounds, but 7 for 23 shooting, missed all 6 of his 3-pointers. Um, so, you know, the Pistons had some guys that scored plenty. Um, they had some really good moments. Their bench played with a ton of energy, kept coming at the Magic. You know, a guy like Saban Lee, 12 points, 4 for 7 shooting. He did a lot of really good things to kind of keep the Magic on their toes. Orlando was never able to kind of pull completely away in this one. But the Pistons were never able to truly threaten either. The Orlando Magic defeat the Detroit Pistons 105-96. to Orlando sneaking back into that playoff hunt. They're on a three-game win streak. They'll play again on Tuesday against the Pistons at the Amway Center. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and I can say that pretty strongly. Um, you know, I, I they they sent us a couple. They sent us a box of Built Bar um, as kind of a sample. You know, gave gave us a sample pack. You know, they've been kind of doing that to uh, to us, the locked on host, just to get us to talk a little bit more about the product. And you know, I am not a protein bar person. Um, you know, I think the the best the biggest experience I had with protein bars was when I was playing in high school, and I didn't really know what I was grabbing, and I was like, oh. These protein bars, they're healthy. They're protein bars. They're supposed to be good. And I'd, I'd eat them, and I think my coach or someone who's a little more experienced is like, yeah, don't eat those. Those are like 250, 300 calories. Those are, those are like eating meals, and it's going to sit with you during games. Well, I wasn't playing anyway, but I'm sure it would not have helped my performance if I were. But leave it to say I stayed away from protein bars for a long time. Then Built Bar came into my life, and it really changed how I think about these things, how, how, how I think about protein bars, and how I think about kind of supplementing uh, with some extra protein in my diet. Um, protein bars come in 18 amazing flavors. They're all covered in 100% chocolate, and they taste exactly like they say on the box. Um, I had the German chocolate the other day, and it was absolutely delicious, like having a big piece of cake, except without all the calories, without the guilt, and a lot more protein than you would get from a piece of cake. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Most of the bars are under 150 calories. The ones that are over are still under 200 calories. These are not meal replacement bars. These are supplement bars. These are snack bars. These are bars to get you through to the end of the day, give you the energy after a workout, uh, and just give you a little protein boost wherever you want it. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Listen to Locked On NBA on Mondays. Josh Lloyd, host of our wildly popular Locked On Fantasy Basketball, takes you around the NBA's major headlines. 
with the help of our local experts. Subscribe to Locked on NBA Podcast today wherever you get podcasts. Things were very, very dark for the Orlando Magic um, just a few weeks ago. Um, Steve Clifford is one that tells us all the time that in this league, in the NBA, things change very, very quickly. And as the cliche goes among, if you listen to any NBA player talk for any amount of time, they will inevitably say the cliche that you can't get too high and you can't get too low. The NBA season is all about staying on the level and just you know, being, being ready for the opportunities when they come. It's never easy. Never, never, never easy. But every team's going to go through their down phases and their up phase, upswings. Um, every team's going to have moments where they look great and when they look poor. It's just the nature of a seventy-two of an 82-game season, much less a 72-game season. There was a lot of hand-wringing about what the Magic should do or what this season was going to be. Uh, as the Magic struggled with the injuries that they had, with the roster limitations that they had. There is, of course, the loud section of NBA fandom that says if you're not playing for the championship, you should be playing for the lottery. And Whether, you know, there, there is logic there, I won't deny, and it's, it's, it's consumed too much of our time um, as a conversation and as a think piece, and there will still be time to get to it. As I said, the Detroit Pistons are really the only team in the Eastern Conference that does not seem to have the playoffs in sight, but again, they're playing hard. Uh, they've got some really good wins, um, and, and and I don't know what else they're supposed to do other than do what they're what they're doing now. But there's a lesson in that. The lesson being that players do not care about the future of their franchise. Players do not care about bringing in draft picks that are essentially there to take their jobs at some point. What players care about is getting better and improving through the course of the season. They care about doing the best they can with what they've got because everyone around the league is always being evaluated. It is no it has no benefit to them to try and lose games or to try or put themselves in a position to lose games. That's really on management. We have known for a long time that Jeff Weltman believes that the best way for teams to improve and to grow is to play meaningful contests, to be in the playoff hunt. And Jeff Weltman is not one to sabotage a team that is in the hunt. So now that the Magic have gotten everyone healthy, now that the Magic have a full, full rotation and roster to play, not just eight guys, Half of them centers. Now that they actually have a roster that they that they can play, you're starting to see them look like a real team. We're starting to see them come together. We're starting to see them grow and improve. And yes, you're starting to see them make their push to be in this playoff hunt. As things stand, the Magic are currently one half game out of the final spot in the play-in tournament. And again, the play-in tournament is not the playoffs. I've said this over and over again. Success is measured by making the playoffs, and the playoffs is those fi- are those final eight teams in the best-of-seven series. That is still the goal. That is still the standard. But the play-in tournament is having its intended effect. If the goal of the play-in tournament was to make it so teams at the bottom of the standings 
still had something to play for, and we're still playing competitive, meaningful basketball later into the season. Mission accomplished. The Magic are a half game out of that final play in tournament spot held by the Miami Heat at 13-17. and 17. The Magic are 13-18. and 18. And they're now two and a half games out of sixth place with the 15-15 and 15 Boston Celtics. I've told everyone this, that you don't give up on a season where there are still very clearly achievable goals. The Magic were five and a half games out when they made their playoff push two years ago. So certainly they are still in the hunt. And as the Magic continue to play better, as their defense begins to round into form, they are very much alive in this race. It's not to say that they will accomplish this goal. It's not to say that they will do it. They will make the playoffs. I'm not sitting here guaranteeing that at all. We are anticipating when the second half of the schedule comes out that the Magic will have one of the most difficult schedules in the second half of the season. That they have, in fact, while they were dealing with all these injuries, squandered a real opportunity, especially with how bad the East has been. You know, just uh, five teams above 500, um, and only three teams more than five games over 500. The Magic have indeed squandered an opportunity to sneak into that upper echelon, to make the kind of progress that we all hoped that they would make. Injuries are a fair excuse, and even Steve Clifford has given in to, um, to, to testing out moral victories, to, to you know, not touting fully moral victories, but to hint at we're playing better. We're dealing with a lot of stuff that we cannot control, and we're doing the best with it. And that's honestly the only lesson that you can take from all this is, you know, the season gave the Magic lemons, and the Magic were trying to make lemonade. They never gave up. They never quit. They always believed that if they could just hold the ship steady long enough, when the reinforcements came, they would be in the race. Zach Lowe of ESPN.com on his 10 Things article the other day suggested, you know, the Raptors do need to find a big man and suggested maybe they make a call for Nikola Vucevic, but added the nugget that the Magic, at least for now, are posturing as though they're going to give this core another chance. Now, posturing is different than making a decision. They're probably projecting that as a way to get teams to make better offers. It certainly sounds like something that is in character with this front office and what this franchise tries to do. But, But for certainly, the Magic would be justified in saying, you know, we survived all these injuries to get to this point. What happens when we get two of our best players back? What happens when we maybe add another young player or make a key trade? What happens if we only tweak what we have instead of hitting the reset button? The Magic were never hitting the reset button or a hard reset button on this team. It would have taken... a. A huge catastrophe for that to happen. Instead, yes, the Magic faced adversity. They faced difficulties. But they stayed in it. And we're seeing the fruits of all that playing out now. In Sunday's game against Detroit Pistons, we saw a team that still had confidence in itself, despite everything else. And dominated and won a game that they absolutely should win. That they didn't mess around with. They took care of their business. They played like a playoff team. 
The Magic have had to rediscover their identity on the fly, and they are starting to round into form defensively. Um, that is the key to why they have had the sudden revival, where they've won four of their last five games. They're losing so many. It was, what, 16 of 20 six, uh, for so long? After losing so so much for so long. And, you know, yeah, maybe a little bit of shell shock from the injury to Markel Fultz and everything else that happened. The Magic now finally healthy, finally a bit whole, finally able to piece together a real rotation. They're making their push. And they have no reason not to believe in themselves that they can make it. Whether they succeed or not is still the mystery, of course. Um, so again, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Magic are definitely making the playoffs. I, I don't know that. Um, I, I don't have a good feel for that. And again, we won't know until really the second half of the schedule comes out. There is still a lot of work to do. And yes, the Detroit Pistons are just the Detroit Pistons. But the Magic never wavered in their belief. And now they're right where they want to be. In the race with a chance to accomplish their goals from the start of the year. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts that you're tuning in. Him like Google Play, Spotify, and all the voices on the podcast to your podcast enable listening device. You can find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore MD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Until next time, for Orlando Magic Daily, Locked on Magic, this is Phil Cross. We'll see you again for another episode of Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.